I don't want to get all covered with smelly boy sweat. Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brenda McCullough, your anime space girl, George Washington. Okay. I need some explanation on that one. <laughs> it was very hard to come up with a revolutionary anime pun oh. slash joke. Oh. And the only thing I know about the Revolutionary War is that George Washington was involved. Huh. Well, <laughs> the American education system at its best. What also a great <laughs> A failure to and watch Hamilton also, or listen to Hamilton. <laughs> oh. Also true. <laughs> uh, he only got through the first few songs. <laughs> uh, and we have a guest joining us this week. We have the editor of Queer Romance and Speculative Fiction, the host of the Red Pen podcast, Dissecting Fiction, and former host of The Hopeless Romantic, which is a queer romance literary podcast. We have Amanda Jean. Hello! I am Yay. your um, secondary anime idiot, and also, I'm just Hamilton. I'm just gonna lay claim <laughs> to Hamilton. All the time. <laughs> Perfect. Our anime Hamilton. <laughs> My new Twitter bio. <laughs> uh so yeah i always appreciate uh having backup on the show with uh the anime idiot side <laughs> <laughs> we know nothing it's great <laughs> uh so yeah uh this week we are watching a 1998 anime uh revolutionary girl utena mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, like a fine wine just to get the old classics out of the way just like mwah let Delicious. It be. Ah. <laughs> Sometimes with uh, anime that doesn't work out. So a lot of time with anime it doesn't work out. <laughs> Although we'll see because we have been very into the '90s uh, shows that we've watched on this uh, podcast so far. That is true. true. There was like a late '90s, early 2000s, like I don't want to say Renaissance because that makes <laughs> it sound good. It's just kind of like. Uh, like a boom a cataclysm uh happened in like late 90s early like 2000s anime where they all got like very i guess gentrified where they like it became the tropey anime they all looked the exact same but like the early 90s still had like a unique style to a lot of them and were its own thing versus just like generic power like uh, to be honest, it's when Dragon Ball Z happened and everything just started copying after Dragon Ball Z. So, <laughs> hopefully this is before the Dragon Ball Z boom. Uh, so yeah, Amanda, did you partake in this anime boom? What is your anime history? <laughs> I, despite having many friends who are full-on weebs, who I adore, and despite having lived on the internet since the dawn of time, I somehow <laughs> missed anime. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I envy you so much. <laughs> like I, I understood it, um, you know, through osmosis, you know, living on the internet, you pick things up. But I was thinking back uh, in prep for the show, and I realized that um, I was wrong about the first anime I thought I watched. I really watched a dub of uh, Vampire Hunter D. 
at someone's oh. house, which is a mm. weird window into anime, especially because it was a dub. Yeah, and that, it's it's a famous one, but it's it's one of the better ones. But it's definitely yeah. a rough one to be thrown into. Yeah, it was it was strange because I had very narrow ideas of what anime was. Like I knew that Sailor Moon existed, and then mm-hmm. Vampire Hunter D. <laughs> <laughs> and that's um, and it. The, the that's two it. That's ends the, of the anime, anime spectrum. Two ends of anime. It's <laughs> <laughs> the anime binary. <laughs> <laughs> and then I um in the in the years after that I actually sought out a couple or I I made friends with even more intense weebs who were like you've never seen anime which is like catnip to many people. <laughs> They're like you have to. So I watched um uh, I watched a little bit of Sailor Moon and a little bit of Sailor Moon Crystal. I watched like a season of some 90s racing, car racing anime that I don't remember. Um, uh, it's either I, Speed Racer or Initial D. I think, it, oh, it was Initial D. It was Initial yeah, D. I remember it's now. It's a very internet meme uh, anime. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it was just, I was trying to work while I was watching it on my friend's couch, and I just kept looking up and being like, what? What? I don't understand this. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest problem with anime, is you you look away for more than five seconds, you've missed seven scenes and 18 character introductions, yeah. and you have <laughs> no way of getting back into the story. Yep. And it's, and I mean, I'm pretty good at reading subtitles, but... Sometimes your your eyes are drawn to the frenetic action of the animation. And you're like, wait, 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 I'm sorry, they were speaking? I didn't even notice. Um, <laughs> so I watched that, and then of my own volition, I've watched uh, like half a season of Pokemon. I've watched a little bit of Shingeki. I've watched all of the you know first and only season of Yuri on Ice, because I'm big gay. I mean, it's mine, too, by virtue of it being wonderful and ridiculous and the only one I've, like, seen all the way through. Well, I'm glad that that's the only one you've seen all the way through. That's a good one. Yeah, Let's like keep it at brand. that. Uh, keep your anime viewing pure. I feel like yeah. that was peak. Like, it was peak me and peak anime, and I was like, I don't need any more. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need it's to watch any... From here. Any full metal. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm sorry to take that away from you because we're about to watch some more anime. I know, but I'm excited because this one is like girl anime and also I mean, I say that like it's basically a pejorative term, but it's like girly anime and and it's it's from what the internet has told me, kind of gay. Yes. Uh, uh fans of the show know we love some good gay anime. But uh, <laughs> Uh, I found this I in a list of <laughs> yes, uh, and I found this in a list of some of the gayest anime. <laughs> so, uh, of course, it was at the top of my list. Of course. Uh, so we uh, we have to uh, watch it with Oblige. a uh, queer romance expert. Yes, I'm here to bring <laughs> the three things I'm good at to this podcast. <laughs> queer romance and expert <laughs> I also looked up some of those lists of like gay animes and just like I this is the only one I've actually heard of before mm, and yeah. a number one like charter like top three on a lot of those lists was I don't even remember the name anymore but it was like a cat boy thing and I'm just like 
I don't think this would be good representation <laughs> for anyone. Yeah. So, Not like, for Catboy, a lot of, certainly. <laughs> just like, this is the one that like looked like a good show versus like some of the other ones were like, this is, I don't think they knew what they were doing and they just wrote the character gay for the sake of like, solely conveying the plot it's like uh that's not gonna be a good one yeah from the images this one like i've heard of it so that (laughs) (laughs) that's always a plus point in its favor yeah so yeah uh we are watching the first three episodes and i believe there are about 30 out total oh okay excellent yeah uh so yeah shall we shall we dive on into the gayness Let's go, Always. gays. <laughs> Let's lead the gay revolution. <laughs> gay revolution. Gay revolution. <laughs> Hashtag. This is definitely a 90s dub. <laughs> Got that high quality. If nothing else, it's definitely 90s. <laughs> mm-hmm. You tell by all the roses uh, everywhere. <laughs> Wait, did you did you watch the dub? Yeah. Oh, yes. I watched all three episodes dubbed. Me too. I did my traditional dub sub dub, so I watched both. Oh, whoa, I am pure sub. I, I don't watch the dubs. Um, apparently, also, when I was looking up the, the wiki and, like, Googling around, as I do, because I love it, um, apparently the the dub translation is pretty egregious, so. Yeah, uh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> apparently the voice acting was bad, too. <laughs> it's fun to hear, it's fun to hear the dub and their choices, but also it is just, ma- it makes it easier to take notes, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you're not reading everything. It's rare that I've had it. Like, it's not too often. But there are some very, like, oh, what show was it? There was some show we already did where they just full-on cut out or rearranged scenes differently. I think it was Sailor Moon, maybe, where between the sub and the dub. So there are moments where it's just wildly different between the two. So it is uh, fun to have both sides of it. Yeah, I guess I... I think in the future, I uh, I accidentally clicked on the third episode as a dub, and I was very disturbed. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I'm a little bit confused why the dub wasn't as good. Of course, it was the 90s, so it's not going to be stellar by any account. But uh, looking at the cast, there are some like notable dub actors. Uh the lead, Utena, is uh, Misty and Jesse in the Pokemon dubs. Uh, Liam O'Brien is in it. Uh, oh. We have, uh, this is the second role Crispin Freeman is in, who goes Aww. on to be like the animated Loki for most of Marvel. Yeah. And Winston, so, Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. He made the big so, times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, there are some big actors that can do good stuff but uh yeah i guess working with a 90s script and adaptation that's not gonna do a lot for you <laughs> yeah i i very rarely blame like the actor for it because it seems like a lot of time there's just like no direction with it and like all the lines read very flat and they're just like yeah that's good enough and then just keep going because it's 90s and they didn't really know what they were doing 
Yeah, we made were, it English. That's the bare minimum. Yeah, they were recording in someone's basement, probably because like the studio is just someone's LLC. It's fine. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, we open up with uh, the history of Utena, which is immediately establishing dead anime parents. So yeah, check, check that off the bingo card. <laughs> uh, so we see uh, this orphan princess and a. Uh, Prince comes to cheer her up and inspires her to uh, be a prince because he is so noble. He gives her a a rose ring and promises when she grows up that she will find him or and he will find her. Uh, So rather than going with the traditional, oh, she's so in love with him. She's like, oh, yes, I want to be a prince. I love Uh, that. So she... Yes. I uh, love that that's what she took away from that interaction. <laughs> <laughs> that hey, that dude guy was, was cool so shit. rad. <laughs> I want to be like him. <laughs> I don't miss my dead parents at all anymore. <laughs> I want to give out rings like party favors. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Party City, get a bag of 50. <laughs> and semi-promise myself to a child. <laughs> Which is... Hey, wait a minute. Fair. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we uh, we see her as a a young teen going to this fancy school. Uh, we see a, a girl waiting for her boyfriend. Uh, I I uh, Okama is the friend's name, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's not a boy, that's a girl." And I was so afraid that this was going to be transphobic right Me out too. the top. But it's '90s. I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, luckily, uh, we, we get more nuanced identity stuff going on. Uh, oh, so we are. I'll also point out uh, they're in middle school, which once again seems to be a trend with our '90s shows, with Sailor Moon and Yu Yu Hakusho and stuff like that. So that's true. This is also the same. I believe it's the same creator and a lot of the same team behind Sailor Moon. So I'm not surprised, oh. especially mm, because Sailor Moon was first. Yeah. They're like, oh, we already made this thing that is great and lots of people liked it. Let us make... I mean, it's not similar, but, you know, there's certainly some... Elements. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. And I think we still have our lack of understanding of the Japanese school system. (laughs) uh, uh, Middle school and high school sort of doesn't quite line up. Uh, So I believe, yeah, uh, around like 13, 14-ish... For these characters, yeah, that seems yeah. to track. Maybe a little older for like the upperclassmen student council that we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is Otori Academy, and when Utena arrives in a boy's uniform, a teacher uh, stops her and tries to like shame her and make her change. And she's like, "Oh, go fuck yourself." There's no rule to saying I have to wear a girl's uniform, so I'm gonna keep doing this. But and everyone also- thinks she's so cool. What she's wearing is for sure not the boy's uniform. Yeah. Those shorts, though. Yeah. And the, I want to so. know where she got it. She had it tailored. I mean, she's a princess, so it's possible. I don't even know where she was living before she... I mean, she's starting the new school year, um, but I don't know where she was beforehand. You know, she's not yeah. living with parents. Who's she living with? Who got her that outfit? Who tailored it for her? There are so many questions that <laughs> I'm sure are never answered. 
And it's like, I know that the show isn't meant to be 100% literal. It's like 90% motif, and that's fine. But I'm also just like, where'd you get those shorts? (laughs) 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 Who do you live with when you're not in school? (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those where, like, the outside world doesn't exist beyond the school property. Yeah. Yeah. It only exists for the school. So. Uh, Yeah. But Utena's playing basketball, right? Yeah. We we get Utena playing basketball just destroying and i just love that they firmly establish that she is the coolest person in this school everyone <laughs> just loves her she's just like mm-hmm. she's basically a non-shitty guest on <laughs> yes wow. exactly That's a good way to put it uh, just destroying the boys team and then one of the boys tries to invite her to join the boys team and she's like oh i don't want to be around a bunch of smelly boys <laughs> and uh, we sort of out. yuck. Uh, <laughs> so this is where we start to get uh, where she identifies with being a prince, not being a boy. So that sort of alleviated my transphobia fears. Yeah, of sort of just accepting this role as a regal prince and yeah. just wanting to go to the rescue of princesses rather than being a prince in the boy sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's pretty I loved firmly. It so much. I, uh, sorry. No, you're. Good. I um. I actually, to make this like recent and topical and bring something, you know, relevant into it. I watched the first episode of the new Queer Eye season the other day, mm. and there was a very yes. similar situation going on where there was a woman and she was like, "Yeah, I have really masculine traits," and they were like, "No, like, you're a feminine person. You just like, you just like a different way of being feminine." And I feel like that's kind of what Utena is saying. Like, she's like, no, I don't want to hang out with you guys. I don't want to be a boy. I'm just a prince. It's just <laughs> who I am. Yeah. And we get that a uh, little bit with uh, uh, Princess Jellyfish, where we get the Japanese cross-dressing uh, culture that isn't related to gender identity, but just, mm-hmm. I want to wear the clothes that society typically says I can't wear. Yeah. Yeah. She's very firm in her, like, I'm a girl, but I'm also a prince. And those two things coexist happily within me. And I'm yeah. not wearing that uglier outfit. I'm going to wear my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> You're really well, hung up on those shorts. I'm just obsessed with them. I can't dunk on a fool in a dress. <laughs> <laughs> Although she probably could. Yeah. Probably could. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, she's uh, roaming around and she uh, sees this rose garden and uh, the scent of roses always makes her think of the prince that gave her the ring for some strange reason. It's not like there's a rose etched into it very clearly. <laughs> it's but, not like he wasn't doused in like rose water cologne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not like every time... Scent. It's not like every time we see a main cast member, we get the rose vision with all the roses and thorns around the camera, like, <laughs> framing them perfectly. Yeah, yeah I, loves it I don't sense a common theme here yet. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like nothing was tied together imagery-wise, and I would like to file a complaint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we see uh, Utena looking at this rose garden and sees a couple arguing outside of it and uh and uh the boy slaps the girl and she's about to leap to action to to stop this nonsense 
but someone else breaks it up. And we get to uh, be introduced to our uh, student council, which is uh, Sayogi, the vice president who slapped uh, his girlfriend, Anthe, and the uh, person who stopped it was the president, uh, Tuga. I think I mispronounced that. You ah, mispronounced both, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I think you meant that's what matters. That Ooh. venom in your voice, a... Dana, says it's not fine. <laughs> you got you got Anthe right, uh, and then the green the green haired boy is a uh, Seonji. Seonji. Yeah, and then the um the president is Toga, not Tuga. It's Toga. Toga. Okay, I missed the N on the first one. I got it right in the rest of my notes, but I'm learning, guys. <laughs> this is where the subtitles come in handy. Yeah, I actually <laughs> didn't. I didn't know the president's name until the third episode. So, I mean, who am I to talk? <laughs> yeah, he floats in and out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we uh, we see Okama, the friend waiting for Utena earlier. Uh, catch up to with her, and she tackles her, and is like, "I love you, I love you, I love you." Uh, Damn, and chill. They're hanging out, uh, and we also see the student council meeting, uh, where we uh, see uh, Seongi and Anthe are engaged in a weird ritual thing that yeah. we'll get to. Yeah, because you know, teenagers being engaged isn't weird. It's just yeah, so it's- much ick. Coming off of, <laughs> especially right Seonji, he's just yeah, he's nasty. Yeah. I I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, I can't wait to see you get. I assumed he was gonna get stabbed. <laughs> I was hoping stab so. him. I didn't think that would happen, but I really wish it did now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Toga in the meeting is like, hey, idiot, stop being abusive to your fiance, and he's like. Uh, no, I technically own her. <laughs> Gross. Uh, so I can do whatever I want. And it's introduced that uh, a dual uh, competitor opponent is going to be coming to the school soon and possibly shaking up their relationship dynamic. They, it's all very vague at this point. They know they're talking about... Is this when they're talking about getting the letters, or do they talk about that later? I think later. Okay. Yeah, I think they talk about it at a separate time. Yeah, there were, they do yeah, mention then... like this the end of the world thing. Yeah, I think in this moment, but we're really just like left in the dark on that. Just mm-hmm. weird teenagers get together on what looks like a rooftop to yeah talk about weird stuff and getting strong their plotting vibes. Yeah. Oh yeah. We know all the edgy anime kids hang out on the roof and talk big world ending <laughs> <Big> things <laughs> <laughs> oh and the blue haired boy's taking notes and has a stopwatch i that don't know what he was going taking minutes that. i guess i don't know i didn't understand oh. that either but i figured he might be taking minutes it's just i mean how how strict is your strange student council secret society that you have to bring a stopwatch to meetings <laughs> <laughs> minute 13 we need <laughs> We need to know the exact second that uh, Anthe calls her fiancé master. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we we then see a hallway crowded with a bunch of students around a note posted on the wall. Uh, and it uh, turns out Seongi uh, posted a love letter that Anthe 
wrote him out in the public because he thought it was stupid and he wanted to embarrass her. It wasn't Anthony. Actually, Boo! yeah. Or was it not Anthony? No, it was the friend um, who I believe in the sub. Her name is uh, Wakaba. Wakaba, yeah. Yeah, in the ah. dub it kind of sounds like they're saying Okaba, but ah. I think it is Wakaba. Wow, I'm just blowing it today. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> we all normally know who you're this is Brendan's about. job. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. <laughs> but yeah, so it's Utena's friend who wrote the love letter to Seunji, and he's. Like, I didn't even notice that you had said it was Anthe because I'm so blind in my rage for Seunji <laughs> that I just don't care. Yeah, he needs. He's to an be asshole, ended. and I hate him. Yeah, he's yeah, terrible. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me any excuse to hate him. Oh, he uh, kicked a puppy? Oh, yeah, I hate him. Oh, that didn't happen in the show? I don't care. I'm still mad about that puppy. He probably oh, still did, cannon. though. Yeah, <laughs> it's assumed at all times. What's Seiyunji doing right now? Oh, he's standing in a corner? Fuck that guy. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> he's practicing kendo. I hope he trips on one of the kendo sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, Utena is uh, not standing for this public humiliation of her friend and goes to uh, co- uh, confront uh, Seungi. Seungi. God. Uh. <laughs> Welcome to my hell. <laughs> she goes to confront the bad guy. The big green uh, asshole. Mean, mean man. Yes, green boy. Have we talked about their hair yet? Oh, the the boy's hair is so lustrous. long. It's so good. <laughs> yes, the president's God. hair looks like a weird fancy helmet because it's the red one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, his mm-hmm. face shape. I was looking at um, the president's face shape. He looks like I don't know. You guys are probably most of you too young for this. There was a McDonald's commercial in the eighties and early nineties called Mac Tonight, and it was like a. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about Mac tonight on this show. (laughs) On our like first episode, Uh, I think. Oh my god, the second the second anime we watched, there was a moon that had an angry face. (laughs) So it was the evil Mac tonight. (laughs) Well listen, the president's very pointy face in profile looks like Mac tonight. I took a screen cap of it because I was like, what is this? This is Mac tonight with a red wig on. He's got a very chiseled chin, and then yeah, the hair like swoops over like over his brow. So yeah, it does that perfect like, crescent. Yep, <laughs> I definitely see it. Yeah. Is this gonna be the second promo we have of Mac tonight? <laughs> I hope so. McDonald's really <laughs> needs our help. <laughs> yeah, never forget. Yeah, finally, put, we put can turn around their dying business. <laughs> put an ad in this very small anime podcast. <laughs> and for a, hey, with McDonald's, a mascot, if you're out there. <laughs> sponsorship yeah this mascot has been like off the books for like buried 15 20 years <laughs> maybe more i think they should bring him bring back. him back let mac tonight uh, live performed by uh, uh technical oscar winner doug jones yep <laughs> and uh, the paper water <laughs> yep love it oh my god i didn't know that is there anything he can't do <laughs> No. <laughs> he can sell burgers. He can be hot as a fish man. He can be in the new Star Trek all. show with Ganglia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's on Discovery. Uh, <laughs> he does it all. Uh, so, Utena goes to uh, confront uh, uh, Mean Man, and uh, uh, basically it ends up with uh, 
him seeing the rose ring and being like, oh, you are the new dual challenger. Uh, so let's go meet in the uh, Forbidden Forest Arena behind the school. You know, as you most do. schools have. <laughs> Just a big old unusable arena. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that no one can see. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... Naturally, Utena is like, oh yeah, this is going to be just like a, a practice fight, so brings a like wooden training sword along. But uh, we get this weird shadow puppet, like Greek chorus thing. That's a, the like, shadow girls. The yes, I yeah. love yeah. things. Did you know? <laughs> I, I wrote down, I'm like, is this a Shakespeare trope? This feels familiar, and I didn't know the word, but yeah, Greek chorus is a. Uh appropriate yeah yeah they're also dictating the narrative and the way that we see the show without that i think that this the episodes honestly would be a little bit more um incoherent so i fully i fully enjoy that like there's this performative um greek chorus aspect also um when she's on her way to the um the big magical castle-y area um i don't know if y'all who watched the dub would have caught the absolutely metal song that was playing like the lyrics to it the translation to absolute destiny apocalypse were like what (laughs) (laughs) yeah we still got that yeah it had the english and japanese lyrics on the screen it was so metal and confusing i I copy pasted (laughs) these lyrics into a google doc because i was like i have to look at these they're so (laughs) good Uh, Could you give us a a little sample of uh, what? (laughs) It starts out with the refrain of the absolute destiny apocalypse. I mean, I guess that's the apocalypse apocalypse of an absolute destiny. I don't know. And then, Mm -hmm. like, it goes into talking about birth records, baptismal records. And it's like, okay, this is kind of weird, but fine. She's walking up this giant staircase. And then it goes into... A shining place in a desert of darkness, a gold-plated Shangri-La, day and night turning back on one another, a time-plated paradise lost. And then it's like, the darkness of Sodom? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going magical there. girl anime, basically. <laughs> like, what is this? Although this will probably be the fourth time we've had a biblical reference in an anime. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Japan just is so down for Christianity. I don't get <laughs> it. Their Gnostic, I don't know, lyrics, content. Yeah. It's it's wild. Yeah, <laughs> it's bizarre. There's too I, much. I also I noticed it in like the third episode, but halfway through the song where they're just naming like elements of like the periodic table, <laughs> and then they talk about like they just end the song with like Jurassic, Jurassic. Cretaceous. And she's like, what <laughs> the fuck is this song? Like, it makes no sense. <laughs> Aside Does, from incredible, I what is it? I can't imagine it makes any more sense in the original Japanese, though. <laughs> I mean... Because, like, just, like, we go from, like, birth records to, like, dark desert to uh, just naming Sonic elements. Mora. <laughs> oh, ridiculous. Anyway, the uh, duel... So yeah, uh, we get to the duel. Uh, so uh, Anthe is there to sort of like officiate the duel, and basically the one rule is Anthe puts a rose on each of their chests, and uh, if the rose is knocked out or uh, destroyed, you lose. Mm. And whoever so, and- wins retains basically ownership over Anthe, mm-hmm. the rose bride. Ugh. Ugh. 
<laughs> Yuck. Yeah, and uh, Anthe wishes Utena luck, which makes me man slap her. Because <laughs> he's like, don't you want to be my bride? It's like, <laughs> my note for that no. moment. My note for that very moment is, oh, gross, he's a bastard. A gross, terrible <laughs> bastard. <laughs> accurate, highly accurate. Stamp it. Uh, but we also have the, I don't know if this is uh, much better, uh, Mean Boy pulls a sword out of Anthe's chest yeah. for this duel. She goes into the like sword some of weird Dios. magic She goes element. into like a trance, kind of, mm-hmm. and it's sort of... Um, not completely solid while he's drawing it out. Like, it looks overlaid a little. I don't know what mm-hmm. the technical term for that would be. So it's like, well, I guess that doesn't hurt her, but what the hell? Does she just, inside of her, is there just like a cosmic sword just sort of hanging out with her internal organs? What's going on? <laughs> uh, do not take an x-ray of her. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have a spine. She has a sword blade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just takes the sword out and she just like slips in the putty. <laughs> oh, disgusting! Melted. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, basically, the the they fight. Uh, Utena's wooden sword breaks because she's like, "Holy shit! Why does this teenager have a real sword?" Uh, but sword uh, ends deals. up winning the battle uh, and. How do you uh, curse a real sword? <laughs> you know, real sword? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, a real sword? I'm sorry. Keep going. I got uh, that reference. So, yeah. <laughs> Yay. I hope our listeners do, because we make a lot of them. We make a lot of McElroy references. I did, I've, had right. to, I've had to, like, put a note to myself. Stop doing that. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> We just lean into it here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Tonga is watching from far away and is like, ooh, that Utena girl is something, huh? Uh, no, and he says, oh, he baby, turn? you've lit the fire in my heart. What? <laughs> Gross. That's what he says in the English dub. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was in the baby. sub too. The baby was there, and I was just like, I, "There's something. I missed Whoa. something. Like this is cultural, and I don't get it." <laughs> I was so excited for this red-haired boy, and then he was also nasty. <laughs> Mac tonight. I can did you assume. Wrong. <laughs> I assume you're hot because I watched you fight from ten miles away. <laughs> but I also love that he has the opera glasses like on the stick, and it's just like, oh man, just so fancy. He could have just They're walked all over a fancy there. Lad. He could have had front row seats. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's he's an authority over Seonji. <laughs> he's like, no, I'll just watch with my fucking glasses. Just like a pervert. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> I was just gonna a say. Real perv. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, and now Anthe is Utena's bride, and Utena is very confused, and that's where we leave episode one. I went very long. Sorry. <laughs> a lot happened. It was completely There's a lot yeah. to talk about. Yeah. Episode three is a lot shorter, so it bounces out. Yeah. So, in episode two, we just open on them walking into the school, and all of the girls are just fawning over Utena. The girls love Utena, and so do I. Yeah, she's, mm-hmm. she's great. 
Understand. Yeah. They all accurately state she's so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so cool. Sugoine. Um, <laughs> and then uh, she's actually in a class. She goes into class, which we didn't see in the last episode. Yeah, I didn't realize the school actually included schooling. I thought it was just like basketball and gossip. And, <laughs> About and half pretty... of anime schools only have that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and just pretty boys. Yeah. Um, so she goes into class and she sees her friend and we get like her friend Wakaba that was uh, humiliated because Seonji posted her love note. And we are reminded of that, even though... It just, just happened, happened in the first episode. <laughs> we, like, get the recap of the scene. And then she tries to cheer her up by being like, Oh, you never read. Like, what are you reading? And then she tells her that it's a book about a girl who falls in love with a guy and then is rejected by the guy. And then another guy comes along and she just immediately falls in love with him. So she was like, I knew it, Utena. You're my true prince. I love you so much. <laughs> I like that she I, said, like, I read this book before and thought it was dumb. But now I love it. And it's like, because it relates now. to me now. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> this yeah. book is about me. <laughs> oh my god, hashtag me. <laughs> she would, she seems, she'd be very into Twitter, this girl. She'd be very into Instagram. Oh yeah. Lots of selfies, lots um, of tags. Not that there's anything a wrong with that. A <laughs> selfie of her crying, being like, just got humiliated in front of the whole school. <laughs> Like and um, subscribe. I'm fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we're shown uh, the student council hangout sesh, uh, introduced by a very strange metaphor about a chick <laughs> trying to get out of its shell yeah. and be strong to get out of its shell, and that the world is our shell, and that we have to bring about the revolution. <laughs> We so they to- are canonically mole people if they are, in this metaphor, <laughs> living inside the earth. In the shell. They are, you know what, to have a revolution, you gotta break a few eggs. <laughs> Ayo. <laughs> I tried to make that funnier, but I couldn't, I couldn't find the hook for it. <laughs> oh, don't worry. My That's puns okay. are never funny, so you're in the right crowd. <laughs> um, and this was when I realized that they were the student council. I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, um, they, they say uh, Sayonji and uh, Toga are like the uh, president and vice president of the council, but they don't say these other people are at the council, I think, until this episode. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not to really clear what I they say, do. Yeah. The uh, student council well, doesn't really do shit. So, not, no. In anime, they just like rule the school? Yeah. Yeah. Like and in this like one, technically, kings? plot to overthrow the Earth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not really sure how much counseling uh, like that they actually do. Like, what do they? Did they talk about what's going to happen in the school? No, I think they just talk about like the revolution that they're going to bring about somehow. Yeah, I really okay. Um, we need to plan prom for next week. Uh, <laughs> how we're going to destroy Europe, and then the water coolers are acting <laughs> up again. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, every anime, the student council is, like, the highest form of authority in the school, like, bar none. And I just want to see, like, the one kid with a stopwatch in the corner of, like, man, this lunch menu is kind of, like, bland. How do we, like, spice it up? Like, chicken nuggets again? Like, he's, like, the one actually doing the school council, like, duties and not trying to That's probably the world. 
that's probably <laughs> what he's doing in his notebook. He's like actually doing things. Um, he's like, God, I'm running this council by myself because <laughs> everyone else just wants to overthrow the earth. God. But I was just I'm thinking secretary about... and I'm doing the president's job. <laughs> if if they were elected into these positions, I guess maybe Seonji is just like so pretty that people voted him into the vice president position, but it seems like people well, he's the Don't best like swordsman. Him. He's, like, he's, he's good at best. kendo, yeah. Yeah, he's the best in the kendo, so I think he... So obviously, he's a good vice president. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Honestly, no one talk probably... about what may or may not qualify people for political office. <laughs> yeah, that's... Oh, that's yeah. a different podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. I think it's because they're just the richest students, so... Yeah. Mm, that, yeah, that maybe it's not be. that far off. Mm. Legitimate. Um... But uh, so yeah, they're sitting around the table having they're playing cards, I think. Yeah, uh, and fish or something. Uh I don't I think Toga is like, "Have you received your letter from the end of the world?" And I'm just like, "Huh?" What? <laughs> huh? What? Whomst? Y'all talking um, in code? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and they're kind of discussing how uh now Anthe is betrothed to Utena. Mhm. Um and Oof, Toga is very into Utena. He just like closes his eyes and he's like, "Oh, what an interesting young girl." And I'm like, "Ooh, wow." <laughs> Mac tonight needs to stop. <laughs> he's 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 also like probably much older than her, which is also pretty icky. Yeah, even just in the in the animation style, he looks much more mature and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yeah." Mm-hmm. They say middle school a lot, but it's like, you're definitely like 32. <laughs> what are you doing here? You've definitely been held back a few times. This, this is the Dawson's Creek of anime. It's like, you're a full-on adult. <laughs> no, it's the Twilight of anime. Uh, He's definitely an Edward Cullen. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so they're talking about whoever marries Anthe, the Rose Bride, gets to go into the Upside Down Castle and bring about the revolution. I think. That's what <laughs> yeah, I put that's after what I, took I got that from note. It too. I was like, I think. You're right. We paused just because hearing it out loud again, it's just like, man, this show's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's very confident um, in its in its choices. You don't doubt it while it's happening, mostly. Yeah, They're so confident that they just assume you will just be on it with them. <laughs> like They're just like, oh, hell yeah, people are going to love this. Along for the ride. Um, and then we go back to Utena, and she's walking out of the school with Wakaba, and they're talking about how Utena was placed in a dorm by herself. Hmm. Uh, and Wakaba's like, oh, you're going to be all alone in this haunted house. If you ever want to come see me, this is my room. Wink. <laughs> uh, Here's and the key she... to my room. Use it. <laughs> <laughs> Just so subtle. I'll jump on your back because I always do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and this was when I asked myself, like, where where were they living before? Yeah. Yeah, it's the clear bosses. that this is some sort of a boarding school. Like they're they're there most of the time, but like they must have summers off. So yeah, yeah. and also this is like the second day of school. Yeah, what was she so doing like, for the yeah, first that was day? My, yeah. That was my main thing. I was like, but where were they overnight <laughs> yesterday? Well, wait There's a minute. A very large motel down the road that everyone <laughs> stays at for the first night. 
it's possible did did a full day and night pa- did a full night pass between the previous episode and this one yeah. oh that's unclear I mean, it doesn't. Maybe not. We're arguing well, about at, very silly things. I thought at the very things, end but... we see Anthe and Utena talking at night. Oh, so I thought so. you're right. You're right. That's. Yeah. I think the duel was like after school, also. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's just such a strange thing because I. I mean, I don't expect this show to have like a particularly sensible linear progression. <laughs> but I, just I don't really know why you would know. expect that <laughs> from any storytelling. <laughs> Um, but so she gets to this house and she goes inside and she's all by herself. And I was like, damn, really? Because <laughs> it didn't look like a dorm either. Like, it just looked like a house. Yeah. If this anything, was a mansion. It looks this like, a, yeah, it looks like a very fancy but empty, um, like, sorority or fraternity house. Like, it's not quite <laughs> yeah. a house house, but it's not quite a dorm. It's some weird, fancy, empty, old hybrid yeah, this school's pretty bougie, so, <laughs> I mean, and maybe everyone's living in abodes like that. Abodes? Um, no, that's right. <laughs> yeah. But so she, like, goes to the room that's specifically hers, and she opens the door, and it's just a huge mess. Like, there's wood Dead. planks and cobwebs and... A little mouse. Disgusting. It looks condemned. A little mouse eating some cheese. <laughs> Where'd he get that cheese? This place has been abandoned for get that ten cheese? years. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then she closes the door because she's like, oof. Yeah. Wow. Gross. Whatever. Let's just do this. And she opens the door again and it's perfectly clean because Anthe is in there and she's been cleaning it. I guess. <laughs> For 12 hours. <laughs> I, I think she went to a different room. That's how I took it. I don't know if that's actually I'm pretty sure she opened the same door. Yeah, it was like she had gathered herself, but I don't know how much time passed or if it was just yeah. magic or... Eh. I think it was magic. <laughs> I think Anthe has some kind of magic. I mean, we know she has some kind of magic because she has a goddamn sword in her chest. <laughs> but and in the opening magic too, part of it. In the opening, too, they, like, show her, like, doing some rock magic, so... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Riding unicorns and armor, which looked really fun. Yeah. Um, but so she's like, oh my gosh, sorry it took me so long to clean this room, Utena. Oh my god. We're roommates now. At which point I said, like, out loud, oh my god, they, they were, were roommates. roommates. <laughs> 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 but it's funny because uh, Anthe has just, like posted her name on a piece of paper under <laughs> Utena's, like, plaque. Yeah. Like, de- designating that this is their room. Um, also, they so had the opportunity the to... They had the opportunity to do everyone's favorite trope of, oh, this was supposed to be a single room. There's yeah. only one oh. bed. What oh, no. But there are bunk beds. <laughs> Cheap. Um, I know. Um, but so it's it's the rules of the rose seal. Uh, Utena won the duel, so now she gets the rose bride. Yeah. And they're having tea. Did you want to say something about that? Oh, just like, yeah, when they're having tea, Anthony kind of says, like, she talks about it, kind of saying, like, 
uh, Utena's like, what's the deal with all this bullshit? And uh, <laughs> Anthony's kind of like, I know a lot about the Rose Bride stuff. I don't know a lot about every anything else. So like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. What use are you? Like, so what's going on? And <laughs> yeah. Anthony's like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Why do you go along with it? It's like, I just don't know. I like it. It's like what, what, <laughs> why? <laughs> hey, why do you wear those clothes? Yeah, I like the clothes. Oh, I like I like my shorts. <laughs> um, They're breezy, comfortable. <laughs> um, and then uh, she like asks, "Does she see the weird monkey thing, or is she like, do you have friends?" And she's like, "This is my friend." She yeah. she's sees like, the weird came. monkey thing, choo choo, and then. Choo choo, and then she's just like, "This is my friend." <laughs> she's like, "Your pet," and she's like, "No, he's my friend, my only friend, my weird monkey. Yeah. This is my one friend." Anthony's Anthony Anthony Anthony's like, <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> I'm gonna call her Anthony. Anthony uh, is kind of like, "Yeah, we decided to move in with you." And Utana's like, "We?" And then you look down, and there's just a monkey wearing a tie with a pierced ear. That's what like, it was. What? I didn't know it was a monkey yeah. at first. I mean, I thought so because there were like the little bananas in the side screen thing. And then I looked it up and it was like, yeah, it's supposed to be a monkey. And it's more clear in the manga that it's a monkey. But I don't know what that thing is. It's not a monkey. You it's like a mouse sized <laughs> yeah, monkey. It's a mouse monkey named Choo Choo. Very small. It, it eats human food. <laughs> and is the, the best time. character. It <laughs> makes the most sense so far. True. Accurate. Um... <laughs> But so people who have this rose seal ring are like, they're just marked as duelers, and they just all duel for the rose bride, I I guess? Yeah, it's not clear um, how frequently they were dueling. Yeah. Um, and it's like implied that others with the ring will come and fight Utena for the chance to marry uh, Anthe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they were shown Seonji practicing his kendo again being all angsty and mad because he got his girlfriend taken away even though he was super awful to her (laughs) um and he wants to duel her again because uh he believes that he's the one who should bring about the revolution um he's supposed to have the rose bride it's written his in his exchange diary which is something I don't know what that means. Neither and do then I. Toga Toga's there talking to him and he's like, You have an exchange diary? And I'm like, is it just a diary? Hold on yeah. once. I mean, hey, I've got I've got Google open. Let me find yeah. out. Oh, let's wallow I in our ignorance is, for a while. It's a, I hope it is just a diary. Okay, so Wiki is telling me it's a notebook shared between friends who take it in turns to write their thoughts or other comments. They were really popular in the 90s in elementary and junior high schools. It's uh, a special notebook. Um, it's annotated with photographs. Uh, they can be decorated. Um, it's Oh, it's a burn book. I mean, yeah, it looks like, it looks like, <laughs> it looks like, I don't know, like, a blog or instant messaging that you just hold right in, give to your friend. They do it. Um, but he doesn't have any friends. <laughs> He's an asshole. It's just him. That's Who that's would he why. Share that with. Um, it's also a yeah. I assume Tonga was like his best friend, and he was like, "You have that." Yeah, he's like, "I don't want that. Don't give me your weird therapy diary." So apparently, <laughs> um, um. I don't know. This is a very interesting thing, and it looks like it's not in favor anymore, which I'm sad about because it seems kind of cool. Except mm. for, yeah, that sounds cute. Except for yeah. Green Man. He shouldn't have it. <laughs> not Green Man. <laughs> he doesn't He deserve deserves it. no friends. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but so he's real mad. He's he's very mad because he thinks he's the one that should bring about the revolution. But also he's just angry that he doesn't have Anthe anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're shown Utena like waiting to eat dinner with Anthe, and she's like, "Where is she?" And then Choo Choo comes over, and he's like, "Hey." She's in trouble. And I was like, oh, no. Is Seonji, like, did he kidnap her? But, like, not really. She's just kind of outside having a conversation with him. He's being ridiculous. And he is being ridiculous. <laughs> um, he's like, didn't you devote yourself to me when you Ugh. were my rose bride? And she's like, well, yeah, but the rules say <laughs> that now I have to devote myself to Utena. But she's, like, happy about it because now she gets to be with someone who isn't super shitty. And abusive. And hits her. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? He hits her again! Shocker! He smacks her to the ground, which is really upsetting. Made me really mad. Yeah, it's brutal. Because he's terrible. Truly awful. He's very childish. Nasty. Yeah. But then Utina shows uh, up. Yeah, she comes out and he she uh, kneels down and helps Anthe up. Uh, and Seonji wants to challenge her to another duel. And she's like, I don't care about this Rosebride stuff. Like, please just leave Anthe alone. Uh and then he says, uh, those who oppose the student council vanish off this campus. <laughs> and I was like, is that a threat? Is this Are the you going to murder her? <laughs> yeah, do you have people murdered? Yeah, I think in the next episode they say, like, oh, yeah, people get, like, kicked out of school or expelled or something. But the way he says it here is definitely, like, uh, like people die. And she's like, oh, shit. I don't know enough about I this world that. to disagree with that. So, ugh. Yeah, so she agrees to be dueled again because she doesn't want to... She says she doesn't want to get kicked out of school, but it's like... You don't want to die. You'd probably die, yeah. <laughs> you used a real-ass um, sword. So Anthony's like, oh, you're going to duel him again? And he, she's like, yeah, but I don't really want to deal with this shit. <laughs> I know, I'll just lose. And Anthony's like, uh... It, it, cool. Okay. Are you sure? <laughs> I was like, I don't Can think you, you thought this through. please? <laughs> I'm yeah, glad, you, I'm like, glad you don't have don't to do you this. Like, you don't have to do like, this thing for five like, minutes. <laughs> she just like she seems to get along with Anthe really well, and she knows that Seonji is abusive toward her. So why would she be like, "Oh, I'll just lose and give you back to him. It's fine." Yeah, it, yeah. it was a really she's, not congruous to her characterization decision. But also, she's young, so I, I feel like she could forget that this is a bad yeah. idea. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she's I like assume, an impulsive, like, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. yeah. I also assume she was like, oh, I don't want to disappear. Uh, take her back. You you are going to try to make me disappear over this girl, so have the girl back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we get the uh, shadow puppet little Greek oh, yeah. chorus again. Um, and they talk about how losing might be harder than you think. Um, and I wrote foreshadowing of some kind. <laughs> That's what they're there for. They set us up. And then we see the whole sequence again. of Utena going up those stairs to that metal music again. <laughs> we get the whole thing. I was like, really? Are they not going to like condense this? I was surprised by that, I actually too. skipped it. Yeah. I, think- I was like, I don't. I don't want to watch this again. Because that staircase I don't is just have so five long. Five more minutes for so the same song I watched <laughs> so ten spiraling. minutes ago. Yeah, it, I think this is the closest we get to a transformation transformation sequence, a la like Sailor Moon. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is where true. this is where I started writing down the lyrics, and like towards the end of it, it just says like erosion, accumulation, three billion years, the birth of life, strontium light, basterium, cullian, uh, Triassic, Jurassic, Cretaceous. <laughs> it's just like. What oh is my this God. fucking song? So they just looked up things that are old in the universe. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, space. <laughs> rocks. Uh, earth. Ocean. Sand. <laughs> Puppies. Bacteria. <Land>? Stars. <laughs> um, Protozoa. So- TVs. No, that's too new. Damn. Cross that TV. one out. TV land. Brendan's references. That's old. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <clears throat> so she gets to the top. She's ready to fight. Anthe places the roses on their chests again. Uh, and I think Anthe is like, please don't get hurt. And she's like, it'd be dumb to get injured in a fight I plan to lose anyway. And it's like, oh my He's god. Just like, really hammering at home, huh? Read the room, Utena. <laughs> please. Um, and then she pulls the sword out of Anthe and she just like knows the lines to this sequence yeah, now. Yeah, I wrote that down because too. Because she's in it. Also her outfit she when she's dueling once. changes. It, she gets like military apollets. Fancier. And uh, yeah. yeah, her her school uniform is still basically the same but it gets fancier and more military. Mm-hmm. Somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The magic. Magic. It's Yeah, that's why it's the transformation sequence. Mm-hmm. Um... And uh, Toga is shown sitting from the same really far distance with his opera glasses, <laughs> just smiling. His he doesn't say chair. anything this time. He's just smiling. Um, and then Seonji, while they're fighting, is talking about how the sword itself isn't magic, but it needs to be wielded by a powerful person. And I think I'm that person. Give me my sword back. <laughs> sword, um, please. Sword, please. <laughs> Um, and, uh, while they're fighting, uh, Utena is, like, possessed mm-hmm. by, um, some thing, from, and then, uh... The spirit the of revolution. <laughs> yeah. And then she wins the duel. Oops! <laughs> Didn't Oops plan for on Utena. it. And I don't remember who says it, if it was Toga or Seonji, but they were like, Oh, is this the power of Dios? And again, it's another thing. It's like, Dios. whatever that is. <laughs> We're not going to explain. You're going to have to find out later, probably. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. We assume um, you're I, in for the long haul. <laughs> it's only episode At two. this point, I had the thought, why aren't all of the student council members just always fighting for Anthe's hand? Apparently, the only one super invested in it is Green Boy. Apparently, but like, isn't that their whole thing? I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe they did but, fight like, Green Boy and he won. Because he is, like, the president maybe. of the Kendo Club, so he's, like, he is the best swordsman. Yeah. So maybe they're just like, it's but, not worth it. Yeah, I don't want to. But apparently they can also keep doing it. But I guess if they don't care enough. Yeah. Maybe they've already done it off yeah. screen and it's just like, you know what, this is the way things are. And then then things get shaken up. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. We'll be his ally um, so he doesn't try to smite us when he revolts. No. I don't want to piss off the guy with all the fucking swords. <laughs> Not a yeah, sword guy. True. Yeah, don't make an enemy of a sword boy. Or dangerous. A sword boy with a bad issues. temper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so they're back at their little abode, and she has a cake in front of her, and Choo Choo is trying to eat it. And then Anthe comes in and she's like, you didn't lose. And then Utena's just like, don't get it wrong. I didn't, I didn't try. 
<laughs> she says, I didn't uh, win for you. I won for Choo Choo. And she's like, wow. <laughs> I won for Choo Choo. It's kind of an assy because... thing to say to an abuse victim, but cool. Yeah. In a yeah, forced I was like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> How rude. Choo Choo's not in the marriage. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, I guess he follows Anthe because I they're suppose. besties, and Sanji did squish him earlier. Oh, that's right. He stepped yeah. on him. What a dick. Yeah. I don't know, maybe so he does kick monkey mouse puppies. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's mean. But so that's uh, that's episode two. Yeah. And I, yeah. Episode three opens up with the story again. I don't... Are they just reusing sequences to fluff time? It's a thing they've no, done in yeah, older they, anime, so... They reuse another one later on, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Otena wakes up, and immediately starts monologuing about her ring, first thing in the morning, because, you know, that's what, you, what do. you do. Bright eye. Yeah. You've worn it, like, all your life, too, and you're like, hmm. Hmm. I finally found other people who are wearing it, and they're all assholes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Does that make me a asshole? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the... She's kind of treating Andy I mean, yes. like that. So he, <laughs> um, and she's saying like how weird it is that they're in the dorms all by herself. And then Anthony's kind of like, oh, I like it. I don't like being in big crowds of people. Like Everyone kind of looks the same, and I get nervous. It's like, yeah, that's kind of racist, Anthony, but okay. Um, and <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> she's just, yeah, I know, it's anxiety. I know. Yeah, like agoraphobia. Just when she said, like, everyone looks the same, I was like, hmm. <laughs> you can also be uh, face-blind. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. So I was like, okay. Maybe. Uh, Choo Choo's doing, like, monkey stuff. I <laughs> remember what it was when I watched it, but I forget what it is now. Um, Utena tells Anthe to uh, stop calling her Miss Utena, saying it's kind of weird that you're following her around and you're calling me Miss. I mean, it probably works better in the dub, and then, uh, you know, Japanese, they have honorific, so it probably feels weird. Yeah. Uh, but she's basically saying, like, don't be as formal with me. It's, you know, not necessary. And as she's saying that, they're walking to school, and just the swarms of girls that are all waiting to see Utena are just like, oh, Miss Utena, ooh, hello, over here, Miss Utena, and just, like, swooning over her like crazy. So it's kind of like, uh, don't, don't be like them sort of thing. Yeah. It's like they can because they're just, like, random hanger-oners and presumably younger or it's hard to say. Maybe. Yeah, it's middle school. So my fans be. can call me that, but we're <laughs> close. My groupie, not the my peasants. bride. My unwanted yeah. bride. <laughs> this bride I do not want. Uh, she says, but Utina also says she doesn't want a normal girl. She wants a normal boy. And I guess that I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't like that either. Really? I mean, she's a lot like I'm bi. She can be bi. I love bi representation. Sure. But I'm also just like, <laughs> have you seen Anthe? Like, she's a good. Protect her. Marry her. Wife her up. Yeah. I assumed this was a, uh, ooh, established she's not interested early on, so feelings can develop throughout the show. Yeah, of course. Because they gay in the opening credits. It's super gay in the opening. (laughs) It has to get there. And also, I mean, the show has a reputation, although it is hotly debated amongst... I, I... this is kind of an aside, but when I looked it up, it was like, how gay is the show really? And um, uh, the manga is gayer, like more explicitly canon. Mm-hmm. And the apparently the anime is um, hotly debated. <laughs> hmm. well, I we can saw see that, why. <laughs> we saw that actually with uh, Yuri on Ice, because it's super fucking gay. Yeah, but, but there it's... were scenes where... Um, uh, God, I'm forgetting all their names because it's been more than a second. Uh, 
And there are two Yuri's and, and one Victor. Victor, I couldn't. I couldn't remember. Not Victor's even the name. craziest names we've had on the show. No. Not even the craziest names on this episode. Yeah. But when Victor kisses Yuri, the scene is actually cut. The like mouth to mouth scene is actually covered by his arm. Yeah, and you it's can't because see to show it in different countries, especially Russia. Mm-hmm. They had to hide it. So like, it's yeah, the creator's I- intent of like they're super fucking gay. But because of dumb censorship stuff in different countries, and to make it more broad appeal, we have to, like, kind of hide it a bit. Kind of smokescreen it, unfortunately. Yeah. We have to make it a little bit more ambiguous, which I'm fully, like, I'm, I understand that, and I'm fully for it. And I feel like in the 90s, with something like this, obviously, mm-hmm. you're. I mean, especially if you're on the heels of Sailor Moon, which had such a broad audience, like, of course, you're going to be careful. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and yeah. Sailor Moon, they had... Uh, Two of the Sailor Scouts were lesbians. Yeah. And then, but oh, then yeah. in the dub, they were cousins. <laughs> they were, yeah. Which makes it. No, just gals really? being pals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just gals no. being pals. Yeah, they, yeah. No. they hack they and chopped the that anime so badly in America. And, well, and honestly, like that anime was just done dirty by Outside the dubs, worse than pretty much anything I've heard of. At least this is my impression of it. Yeah, we, we saw a bit of it with the first three episodes we watched. But hey. That dub gave us some of the craziest Brooklyn accents in an anime I've ever heard, <laughs> and it's so good. I, may have to I am watch still it. very obsessed with giving a child a Brooklyn accent, but not the mom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Sailor Moon, let's go down to the ramen shop and get us a nice bowl of ga. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> It's, Let's go to the deli and get a hot pastrami, Sailor Moon. It's on par with that. It's so. Hey, good. Serena, you want to get some jelly donuts? You want some meatballs? I love a good jelly donut. <laughs> anyway, Utina, back to back Utina. to this one. Uh, Utina, uh, or the president's there talking to them, and he kind of like puts or holds Utina's hair in his hand. It's like, like kind of like saying, like, "Oh, you're very beautiful." And she just like smacks his hand away. I'm just like, yo, back off. Like, calm your nasty. nuts. No, no, no. Nasty. <laughs> like, watch yourself. Any part and of you when... that touches me, you're not getting back. <laughs> I mean. Love that. She has a walking sword right next to her. Like, it's, it's true. possible. I wouldn't try her. Um, and it's when she smacks his hand away that she sees he has, or he's talking about it, like, his ring is also a rose like hers. And that's what Utina kind of, like, worries of, like, could it be? Is he the prince, or does he know the prince, or are they in the same group? Like, could my prince I've dreamed of this whole time be an asshole like this guy? (laughs) Kind (laughs) of. An asshole with opera glasses. Also, I mean, maybe he... She should know he doesn't smell like like rose body spray, so... Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you would also remember that hair. Yeah, I I feel like... years ago. Even from childhood, I would know. Also, doesn't she think, like, hey, this dude is presumably a teenager, and the prince I met was... Not a teenager, yeah, um, or a child. And in the little flash, uh, in the little flashback scenes, uh, she's—I mean, we're shown what the prince looked like a little bit, so I would assume that she remembers what he looked like. Yeah, even like. a little, like a hazy recollection, because she's yeah, pretty he young. Has, yeah, he has like that short mm-hmm. lavender hair and dark skin, so it's like. Hmm. Um, what other mm, character not... looks more like that than this tall, very pale boy with red hair? <laughs> Who's <Huh>. a jerk? <laughs> also, there are plenty of people in that count. I mean, they all have the ring, so it's like if you suspect 
you know, Mac tonight. This one. Then you have to suspect Green Boy, too. It's like, what if Green Boy is the prince? He might be. You don't know. Apparently, you don't know. You don't? (laughs) He dyes his hair. (laughs) He wears wigs. Wears a wig. (laughs) Uh, After this encounter, we get the snippet of the council going up to their penthouse suite uh, in the elevator, giving the whole chick breaking out of its shell monologue again. And it's like, oh, cool. Reuse those scenes. Yeah. Budget. And Utina is looking out. It cuts back to Utina looking out of the window. And she sees the president of the council uh, just swarmed with girls. And this is when uh, uh, Wakaba... Wakaba? Yeah. Wakanda. Wakanda. (laughs) Jumps on her back, uh, as she usually does. But since they're by the uh, window, Utina and her almost fall out. And Utina kind of like chastises her for it, saying, like, you're going to kill me one day. Fucking knock it off. (laughs) Fair. And this, uh, when Wakaba sees her looking at the president, or no, she looks over and sees Anthe, right? Yeah. This time. Because she gossips about her. Yeah, Utina's like looking at Anthe, and she's, uh, Wakaba is like kind of saying, like, oh, careful around that Anthe girl. I've heard a few rumors that she kind of like ruined one of the popular boys' like lives. And it's like, uh, so, like, clearly the rumors are about her and uh, Sayonji's already, like, spreading around the school and stuff. And sounds then like it high- cuts down. Hmm? Sounds like, I was going to say sounds like high school, but it technically isn't. Sounds like middle it's school. It's middle school, yeah. <laughs> Very posh middle school. And it cuts down to Anthe, and she's just being circled around by three girls who also slap her. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Why is she the punching bag? Yeah, why are they... I mean, I get that social hierarchy and and weird things happen in school, but they're just, like, so upset that she ostensibly rejected uh, Mean Boy, and they're just, like, mad about it. He can fight his own battles, y'all. I mean, he can't, because he won't win. But (laughs) (laughs) But he's got a sword. Like, he could. He could. Like, he's fine. Just go swoon over him. Don't hit Anthe, who's just, like, trying to live. Well, yeah, he's I, been locked yeah. in his room ever since. Oh, that's since. right. That's why they were so, mad. I forgot. So they're she's depriving them of his beauty because he's so sad he locked himself away. <laughs> I mean, I'm locked up in my room and no one's <laughs> pissy about that. I wouldn't know, though, because they'd be outside and I'm in my room. Exactly. So. <laughs> but yeah. Brandon, I'm sad that you don't come out of your room every day. <laughs> <laughs> so much I mean, so that you uh, physically attack some middle schoolers? I, I know you hey, didn't know it, but uh, this is an intervention to get you to come out of your room more. <laughs> Listen, I bought worry. popcorn from those Boy Scouts, and they never gave it to me. So if I see them again, I'm coming out. I'm getting that popcorn. <laughs> that actually also, happened one time. I work at home, so... <laughs> <laughs> so daylight yeah. is optional. Yeah, it is very much optional. <laughs> Got those vitamin D lamps, because it's the only way you can get it. Oh, I have one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Anthony's getting bullied, and when she gets knocked down, this is when another girl shows up, and we get the rose vision around her, and she's got yellow roses, so it's kind of like, hint, 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 hint. (laughs) Nudge. presumably, this is the main character, one of the main characters in the opening sequence we see, and she's kind of like, she shoes away all the other girls, and like, yeah, I get the hell away from her. And picks up Anthony, kind of saying, like, oh, uh, I came to tell you, uh, a bunch of people requested that you be the dance queen at the ball, I guess. This isn't and suspicious or mean Heavy carry vibes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
and kind of just saying, like, oh, I've come to invite you and, like, you know, tell you about this ball that you're going to, apparently, that you did not know about. And kind of just saying... And also don't want to go to. You don't want to go to, and you don't like crowds of people, and I'm forcing you to do this for reasons. So, Anthony kind of gets invited to that, and that night, Choo Choo and Anthony are playing Old Maid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this this yeah. monkey wears a tie, has an earring, can understand human communication, can understand human games. I, mm, I got a lot of questions about this damn monkey. He's much more interesting than the actual plot of the show. Uh, my theory is See, he's, not he's the prince. Yeah, I think he's a prince or something. <laughs> he better be. But I just yeah. love how they set up this scene because it, it was framed that it looked like Anthe was like purposely losing playing with Utena. Mm-hmm. And, and Utena's like, uh, do you have any friends? Because <laughs> it, it seems out. like she's like purposely losing and she's getting bored. And she's like, yeah, uh, Choo Choo. And he's been playing the whole time. And I thought that was a very good joke. <laughs> yeah, it's a good misdirect. <laughs> I really hope Utena leaves the Revolutionary Army and just gives Choo Choo just a fucking gun. And, like, he's not a prince. He's just a monkey with a gun. And my presidential platform is giving Choo Choo a gun. (laughs) I think monkeys should have guns. Yeah. We've all seen that Hellboy comic. I think dogs should vote. Exactly. Dogs should vote. Monkeys should get guns. And ear piercings. And ear piercings. And a tie. Um, while they're playing, they get a delivery, and it's just a guy dropping off two packages saying, like, oh, Auntie, here's a dress for you that was sent by, I guess, the committee that's running the ball? Weird. And I think it was Nanami. Yeah. It was Nanami. The girl that told her to come. Yeah, but I, it, uh, I don't think the delivery guy says that. I think he's like, oh, this is from the committee, so it's not obvious that what happens later. Um, mm. And then he's also like, oh, Otina, you also have a pa- convenient package. And it's just this, like... It, they're both dresses, and Anthes is like, oh, that's a nice green dress. And then Utanus is like, a big, like, wedding dress-looking thing with, like, roses embedded into it and stuff. And she's just like, oh, Jesus. I, no, not wearing this. Not putting and that on my Mac body. And it's from Mac tonight. <laughs> yeah. I can't wear my shorts. No, <laughs> no thanks. No, <laughs> I have my formal shorts and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I had them steamed. <laughs> and uh, then we... Cut to, uh, or this is when Anthony says she doesn't like the big crowds and she gets like very intimidated by them. And then it cuts to another uh, Greek chorus with the shadows that are kind of foreshadowing. Ha ha. Oh. oh. <laughs> wow. What? I'm so mad. I, I said foreshadowing earlier and I didn't even think of that. <laughs> They're foreshadow puppets. Yeah. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> and then it cuts back, and it's time for the big ball. And Namine is, uh, we find out. Namine! What's her name? <laughs> Nanami. Nanami? Nanami. 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 Namine is from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi Watts is talking to her brother, Toga. Not a bad Mahamana like is at the ball. <laughs> Mahamana. Mahamana. Doodle Bob is at the ball talking to Toga. <laughs> and we find out they're uh, brother and sister, because of course they are. Yeah. And we find out she's the one that sent the dress to. Um, That's actually. That's later. My favorite uh, line that Toga ever says is when she comes up behind him, she's like, guess who? And he's just like, stop it, Nanami. Knock it off. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so funny. <laughs> he's just very short Cut with the bullshit. 
I have and this is when later mm-hmm. I have more context about that because of of course I am I'm a sleuth. I looked things up. <laughs> ah, <laughs> did more research than us. And uh, she's kind of wondering why Anthony, uh, why Togo's talking about Anthony all the time. And he, uh, she says that's why she invited her to the ball because uh, Toga talks about her so much. And Toga's blown away when they arrive because he sees uh, Utina in her dress that he sent her, which he never thought she'd actually wear. He's like, ah, oh, you look beautiful. And she's like, ugh, I fucking hate this. <laughs> and they say they would make a great couple together, him and Utina. And she's just like, ugh, I hate this more. But she's kind of, like, conflicted because she's still, like, <laughs> thinking about, like, ah, oh, is he the prince from back then with the ring and all? Like, she's still not sure uh, because she definitely doesn't like him. And this is when I realized, what, why are all the girls in fancy dresses and all the guys are just in their school uniforms? Yeah. This unfair. feels weird. Yeah. Unfair. And uh, this is when uh, Namine, um, Naomi, you fuck me up, Dana, and now I can't get it right even if I'm reading. Sonic. It's Sonic. It's Sonic. Sonic. No! <laughs> the nine-tailed fox from Naruto. Um, <laughs> leads Anthony out onto the floor. She's like, oh, you got, you're the dance queen, so you got to be out front and center. And leads her out onto the floor. And then just leaves her and slips away into the crowd because she knows she gets anxious in crowds. And she's like, oh, I'm going to be a catty bitch and just leave you to your worst nightmare. And this is when we see uh, those like petty girls from earlier that, were, that hit uh, Anthony are also her friends and we're kind of like ah everything's going according to plan because Anthony got our special dress wink it's like oh fucking great here's a here it goes and the whole time we see a waiter picking up a bottle of like champagne but i'm guessing it's like something else because it can't be champagne if they're in middle school like i don't care what country you're in like that's it's martinelli sparkling cider (laughs) there you go (laughs) he just shook it up a lot (laughs) and as he's walking over he Pops the cork and sprays it all over Anthony, and her dress starts dissolving because it's a shitty high school or middle school prank. Cause, that was a very ugh. intense prank to invest in. It's like we're going to essentially make a dress out of, I don't know, tissue paper <laughs> and then <laughs> have it That's tailored. not immediately notable. Yeah. Again, very carry. Yeah. If, if Anthony did have magical powers, this would have been a great time to, to use. Light I mean, that she entire does. On fire. But not like yes. telekinesis murder powers. I More mean, like, that we know of. We don't yeah. know. No, no, we know of. In. That's true. And it's at this point, everyone, like, she screams and everyone's attention gets drawn to her. And Togus basically like, oh, it's my sister again. God damn it. Like, he immediately knows it's her. Yeah. And this. But, but her reason. So, wait. Okay. We didn't talk about Nanami's reason for doing this, which was very, very strange. Uh, she said that Toga would not stop talking about Anthe. Yeah. Cause, which is weird. Because he's clearly obsessed with, with Utena. Utena. Yeah, but I guess yeah, so it's like, that, why? Because well, unless Utena. it's like just assumed off screen, he doesn't really talk about Anthe that much. Yeah. But I guess he like would talk about her, like the whole Rose Bride thing. Mm. And like the duels, I guess. So I guess he's just like monologuing or talking to her about it and just venting all of his student council bullshit to her and maybe maybe because yeah we don't really see it from him but i guess it's implied that he talks about her because he's only met utena for like two days at this point i mean he did he did gape at her with like opera glasses so (laughs) oh my (laughs) uh so yeah it's uh at this point it's uh 
she's jealous that her brother focuses on any girl besides her. So mm-hmm. check off that anime incest. We also definitely forgot to mention earlier that Toga says that Utena is so beautiful when she's angry, which was... Mm. Yeah. Continue. I just got mad Yikes. about that because I remembered it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we get some like a little weird incestuous vibes from uh, the sister because it's anime. You gotta for Ew. some reason apparently, and uh, this is around the time where Utana shows up at the top of the staircase in her regular school uniform. She's gotten out of that dress because fuck it, and she runs down the stairs and then jumps onto a table and just knocks everything over, which I thought was excessive. <laughs> it was so <laughs> she funny didn't the drama. and unnecessary. Yeah, real yeah, extra. She just wrecked that table <laughs> and she yanks off one of the tablecloths from another table and wraps it around Anthe and it's not just like hey you're wearing a tablecloth now like it conforms to be a full dress in and of itself so I don't hey Utena didn't you just have a perfectly good dress you could lend her <laughs> <gasps> I didn't even think of that <laughs> she That's threw it a away good point <laughs> Quick, let me throw this dress in the garbage so I can make one out of a tablecloth. <laughs> Can't Anthe also summon her rose bride dress whenever? Or is that only in the dual arena? Area? I feel like if she did that in front of the entire school, it might be a little weird. Or the ball. Oh yeah, because it is supposed to be like a secret from the general population. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. I don't understand the bureaucracy and social cues of this middle school <laughs> and so utana and anthe start dancing and that's it that's pretty much episode three yeah yeah Whew. and that's revolutionary girl utana at least as much as we were watching of it <laughs> so yeah mm-hmm. uh are we there yet would uh would anyone continue watching this um we should let our guest go first. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, so my answer is like, no, but only because I did further research on the show and I personally oh. would find it too frustrating and triggery to watch. Um, but mm. overall, I think it is probably a very good, very interesting anime. Like, I feel like for me, no. For other people, sure. I would encourage them to. I just found it like... Later on, do you guys mind if I give, like, content warning spoilers? Oh, go for oh, it. Okay. Go for it. So later on, it gets super rapey. Ah. Ew. And, uh, Another classic 90s trope that everyone fucking hates. Yeah. And um, and it's not, like, it's, it's, it, it has an ambiguous ending that, um, depending on how you can, depending on how you take it as literal or not, could be seen as character death, major character death, and... It, I don't know. I just feel like from what I read about the conclusion of the show, I would just be frustrated, especially because, again, there is that hot debate of, over whether or not this was canonically queer. I think it is. I think it counts as it from everything that I saw. However, I feel like that ambiguity would just be too frustrating when combined with stuff like, you know, rape and incest. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it would get rough, and um, so I'm I'm glad that I watched what I watched. I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was delightful. Like the aesthetic was wild, and I loved it. And I love fairy tales, and I love you know motif and the idea of performance, and I love you know teenage girls being weird and 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 being um, somewhat uh, 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Subversive in their gender roles. Like, I love that. I loved all of it. Mm -hmm. I also love that Anthe Mm -hmm. is very clearly some, um, like, she's a woman of color, and I'm not really sure. Like, I tried to find out where she was, uh, what her heritage was, and I couldn't get a definitive answer on that. But it is clear that she is um, maybe East Indian, because she has the bindi. Mm -hmm. And I I really like that. I saw that, and I started, like, when I initially saw that, I started getting, like, weird England Indian vibes, and it made me kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. The way they were kind of like, this is our prize wife that we win because she's an object, and she's Indian and different. I was like, uh... Yeah, it's weird. Weird it out. Especially with all the subservant master stuff. It just gets very... However, I... Ethnically charged. just the fact that she's bullied for no (laughs) reason, too, is like... It's coded. Yeah. It's coded. Yeah, let's make the brown character the punching bag. Yeah. That's not yeah. great. Yeah. And, I mean, and it's, yeah, we pointed out, it's not just like teasing or like, ha, she's a nerd or something. Like, everyone's just beating the shit out of her. It's just like, this is bad. Yeah. And I think, interestingly, like, I really liked, I, I mean, I can't say that I really liked Anthony because I feel like we don't know that much about her, but that was what I found so fascinating is like how much of her is a role and how much of her is a facade. Because the only things we know about Anthe for sure in terms of her personality are that she has not a lot of friends, she gets anxious, and that ostensibly she likes being the Rose Bride. Like, that's pretty much all we know about her. We know a lot about Mm -hmm. Utena. Like, we know Mm -hmm. a lot about Mm -hmm. her personality, but Anthe's more of a cipher, and I liked that. So, again, like, I really liked what I saw. I thought it was really cool. I wouldn't personally finish the anime. Especially because there's, like, Mm. a lot of episodes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, this is one of the shorter. Well, no, it's not true. But yeah, animes typically go either like thirteen episodes, thirty episodes, or they become one of the giant money makers. Nine hundred. Well, yeah, they just go for nine hundred. This has several seasons. Um, the first one is the one that's like most readily available because it was the first one that was like translated and, and released into the wild. But I believe mm. it has like three, se- four seasons. Five, I don't oh. Know. That, hmm. That's a good run for an anime. I'm looking. Yeah, I like to know these yeah. things for sure. Um, yeah, it has. Good to be precise. It says it has five volumes, but I don't think that's the anime. Oh yeah, that would be the manga. No, yeah, that'd be the manga. Mm. Wow, this is not telling me what I want to know <laughs> at all. Well, that could be. So, uh, anime sometimes are cut into volumes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're doing that in, like, the 90s, because working on stuff, we did volumes of things, but I don't know if that's a more recent thing. They broke this up into sagas, it looks like, like arcs, and it looks like there's four of them, so there's 39 episodes. That's not that bad. That's really not that bad. Okay. Yeah. But still, based on what you've told us, like, very fair that you would not continue watching it, knowing what happens later on. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel the same way. Like, I, I like uh, the aesthetic a lot. It actually reminds me a lot of a show that I'm going to re- recommend to you, Amanda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's called it's called Princess Tutu. And it is very much this, but very much more innocent. Aww. And I think you'd probably really like it. It has a very similar aesthetic. Cool, yeah, I'm down. Uh, along with, like, a Greek, a Greek chorus-type thing going That's on. That's so cool. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just, it's just, I'm not super into 90s anime, like super cheesy, like 
Yeah. I think it could be, but it could have been good. It could have been good, but, like, now knowing what happens later, it's just especially, like, disappointing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I don't want. I don't want to be disappointed. I feel like I should mention, like, from everything I saw, it looked like a really interesting, well-executed story with a lot of cool themes and and interesting character development. Like, it looked cool, but at the cost of potentially being very frustrating and potentially triggering for people. So I was like, um, I'm already busy. Let's not. <laughs> yeah, you don't want a chore yeah. of a show. Yeah, yeah for I sure. think this is something because the narrative is so good, but it could be handled better. Mm-hmm. I think this would be something that would benefit from like a remake, exactly, or like a retelling of it where there is more nuance. Because I would love this to be. Because we firmly established in the first episode, Utena wants to be a prince that helps rescue princesses. Yeah. So I think reframing this sort of as, like, assisting this abused uh, person in an abusive relationship to actually stand up for themselves and sort of be a uh, friendship slash romance that blossoms based on trying to help uh, get her on her feet and out of this... uh, weird ownership thing that that would be an interesting reframing of it yeah yeah it reminded me a lot of uh there's i haven't watched much of it but star versus the forces of evil which is like a disney channel show and there was just mm-hmm. one segment i caught where it was kind of like uh the secondary character the boy character is marco marco i guess uh and spoilers i don't know where this is in the show i've never watched it. i've just seen this clip but where he wants to be a princess, and it's got a similar vibe of, like, but he's not a girl. It's like, well, but he wants to be a princess. Like, he just wants that status and, like, that, I guess, role Role. of a princess without being that gendered uh, stereotype on top of it. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me Mm -hmm. of a lot like that with Otina. So I think it could definitely do well if it was remade, like, in, you know, this period right now of animation and stuff, because it's definitely a lot more progressive than, uh, let's say, the 90s. (laughs) Yeah. Just ballpark time period, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I'd probably be on board with this. How do you feel about it, fellas? I'm I'm not going to keep watching it. I I would pass on it, because I... I thought it was going to be gayer. (laughs) (laughs) We we blew it all with Yuri on Ice, the gayest anime there is. It's all downhill. Does it? um, Hold on a second. I'm going to double check this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Does this exist as an anime? So apparently gravitation still exists. Um, I don't know if it was ever made into anime. I think it was, yes. Yes, I think so. I am unfamiliar. So Gravitation yes, was a, a shonen um, anime. Uh, I think the manga... Uh, it Oh, it was produced in 2000 to 2001. And it's real... Oh, God, this animation style. It's apparently <laughs> extremely... Um, look, it's very gay. It is explicitly gay. It is very problematic. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so I think we may... Oh, like, it's a yaoi. Yeah. It's it's um, fully gay. So I feel like, yeah, these things exist, but at what cost? When were they made? Who were they made by? Um, uh, what were they able to get away with? Uh, mm-hmm. What unfortunate tropes yeah. were baked in because of when it was made or who made it? So I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to engage with queer media in any decade 
um, when you look at like who made it, when it was made, for what audience was it made. Um, mm-hmm. There's no like mm-hmm. perfect queer representation, and everybody finds what they resonate with, even in the like darkest, most you know terrible by whatever metric media so like i got a lot of the out of the tv show hannibal and i know other people didn't and i know a lot of people (laughs) a lot of people got stuff out of um utena and a lot of people got stuff out of uh other very heavily queer coded or ostensibly queer anime that wasn't as explicit as other mediums that was a very roundabout way of saying like everybody gets something from their favorite stuff and Mm -hmm. I don't want to pretend like I haven't done the same thing from less. So (laughs) (laughs) we all enjoy junk food every now and then. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think the, uh, well, that's, yeah, that's what we said with the show where it's like, it's not a bad show. We've watched bad shows. (laughs) We've watched some real bad shows. It's like, this isn't bad, but it's not particularly for any of our specific taste. Cause I know I'm definitely not a fan of like, High, like really high school centric stuff kind of gets boring yeah. after a while because I've seen so much and I'm not a fan of the very bougie aristocrat of like oh, 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 how can you call it a yacht if it's not over 50 feet <laughs> like I don't have patience for that bullshit so it's like I <laughs> I want the dirty homeless gremlin under the you know bridge overpass like that's my anime <laughs> gremlin so, anime yeah this, yeah this isn't for me I can say for sure yeah I feel like I missed the boat with this. Like, I know um, my best friend, this was a very important anime to her. It was, like, formative because she was um, born in the early 90s. So when she saw it, she would have been, you know, a babu, basically. She would have been young. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I get that. I There was stuff that was very formative to me that remains resonant. And, like, I can see why, just from what I've seen, I can see why it is. But also... I'm not, you know, I'm not a thirsty 12-year-old anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the age yeah. I would have been to watch this or whatever is not the age that I am now. And the things that I get out of it are different, and the way that I see it is different, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And half of this show is looking back and seeing how anime has not aged as well as we thought <laughs> it did. <laughs> yeah, even anime from like 10 years ago is like wildly different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh so yeah, we'll we'll chalk this up to uh maybe we would watch it if it was still 1998. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there we go. <laughs> Tween us would watch it. Or if they reworked it now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, give it the uh, She-Ra treatment. That'd yes. Awesome. Yes. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, thank you all for joining us this week. Uh, uh, what what do we have going on next week? I don't know whose pick it is. It's me, and you're gonna hate me so much, dudes. <laughs> oh boy. We're gonna watch the first three episodes of Kakegurui. <sighs> okay. I don't know what that is. Please tell me more. <laughs> Uh, this is the show uh, we all met at a dubbing studio. This is the show that almost killed me working on it. <laughs> oh, it's less about the show content itself and more of just a personal, personal trauma. Battle. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, dubbing twelve episodes in one month. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So that's real fucking. Normally, rough. that's the time you get to dub. 
four episodes. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, so. Yeah. So uh, that's what I've chosen. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us, Amanda. Uh, where can people find you online? And what would you like uh, people to find of yours? Well, thank you so much for having me. This was actually a blast. And I was excited leading up. And this was more fun than I even thought it would be. Um, I'm, on tw- <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Amanda H. Jean. And I also have the, the podcast that you mentioned at, at the top of the show, The Red Pen. And you can find that on Twitter at, at Red Pen Pod. And basically, that's just where I hang out on the internet, Twitter, you know, a hellscape filled with (laughs) 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 filled with hell. (laughs) Filled with uh, gayness that is also questionable. (laughs) Just like this show. That's also my new Twitter bio. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can find uh, me and my Twitter bio at Mr. Patrick Dugan on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. I'm going to warn you now, it's a rough ride. Uh, but the initials stand for Almost Better Than Silence, which is my video game podcast. Nice. And you can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Are We There Yet? And uh, we are always looking for recommendations for your uh, 90s anime favorites. Uh, So any recommendations of shows you would like us to watch, you can tweet at us or uh, email us at areweebthereyet at gmail.com. Thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song, Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Good luck in the revolution. (laughs) Revolt, revolt, revolt. Revolt. Hashtag revolt.